0: Coming up in episode forty-eight, stick it up your date. <laughs> oh, good one, Daddy Boy! Eh? <laughs> of the Game on Australia podcast. I can't believe we're we're too away from the half century. Mate, what a celebration that's going to what be. A and what a celebration. What celebration. Can I just say, Dan, yes. we're coming very, very close to our 12-month anniversary.
1: I know. On the Game on Australia podcast. I've been looking at the dates.
0: This little podcast, uh, <laughs> which started out as a, Hey guys, can you just <laughs> yeah. um, show us what a gaming podcast would sound like? <laughs> uh, <coughs> which, <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a great voice. Thing. Thank you so much. <laughs> well done. Uh, look, it's it's been great, and uh, it couldn't have... Um, gotten to where it is right now without the, the great people who follow us along and contribute at uh, Game on Australia the Facebook page and Game on so thank you. Um, but yes, coming up in this one Destiny 2 is absolutely killing it. We knew oh, it no. would
1: Well, I knew it would mm-hmm.
0: um, That'll be the first thing we cover off in our top three things you need to know. Uh, the second thing is if you missed out on the mini SNES and the mini NES, we've got great news for yes, you. we have uh, Number three, and this is going to lead into a bigger chat PewDiePie, the world's biggest streamer. 57 million YouTube followers this guy has. Yeah. He's the world's biggest gamer. He's uh, he's done something naughty yet again, Dan. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't wait for that uh, chat, actually, Pete. We want to talk about whether or not, you know, regardless of, of whether you like it or not, are you a role model when you hit a certain point, you know? Um, mm. <clears throat> we've got something very special that we've just opened up to our Game on Australia Facebook community. Yes. And, it's uh, bloody awesome. It's mate. bloody what awesome. A, what an
1: idea by you. I, I know I don't like to blow too much smoke up your ass, but this is a pretty smoke smokeworthy Just blow, mate. <laughs> blow.
0: Uh, there it is. Oh, it's a bit smelly in there. Um, but it's, it's called Game on Australia God Mode, and we'll tell you exactly what that's all about. We haven't done a What Are You Playing in a while. No, I've got a lot to contribute about that, actually. Beautiful. We'll get to yeah. that. Um, a reverse I've got you in my sights.
1: Yep, I'm going to um, thank someone or something. Lovely. That, so so it's we'll, a good we'll change, to, actually. Yeah, we'll get used to that. Yeah. And uh, old school retro
0: pick of the week makes a comeback as well. For those of you who have followed the podcast for a long time, we haven't done this in a, in a little while because it was slowing down, but it's starting to ramp up again. It generally does this time of year. Christmas, mate. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that is um, great buys from the auction pages on Facebook. We'll bring you in on a on a couple that uh, that we've seen that have caught our eye. Yep. Well, Dan, it's great to be back in the studio. Are you ready? Get that bloody tune ready, mate! Game on! Boom! Alright, here we
2: go. One, two, one, two, three. Game on! Game on! It's game time!
1: Excellent! Game on! Game on! It's game time!
2: Excellent!
1: Game on. Is is there like a a podcast equivalent of the Arias? You know, Uh, best intro? That's got to be out there, mate. I I know know
0: we're biased, but that is it. Well, I think what actually happened was um, there was... And then we started our podcast, and they went, "Well, it's too good. <laughs> they're just going to win." So you know what? Every we're just, year, yeah, we're just going to quit. And uh, you know, they are—they're the, the crowded house of uh, the podcasting in Australia, and we're just going to just forget about it, guys. Don't worry about it. They're the Meryl Streep of podcasting,
1: except we're not from NZ
0: Brew. NZ Brew, Oh, shut. Hey, um, before we get into the top three things that you need to know, a yep. few thanks, Ple Computers, our tech sponsors. You
1: bloody rippers! They are bloody rippers, mate. This um, um, repeater thing, of, this ASUS repeater, is it, got it's working for you well? I downloaded. Um, so Xbox Live newest release on the Go- Games for Gold, Forza Motorsport Five. Oh, if, if you, you don't, if you mind. don't bloody mind. Yes. So I started downloading it last night when I finished my gaming session, and it was downloading like a beauty, which is not, which is unusual for
0: Malcolm. Malcolm. Mbn. All right, beautiful. That's good to hear. Mm. Um, Hello to all of our Game on Australia Facebook community and listeners. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast uh, and share it around. We're on iTunes, Podcast One, and across all Android devices as well. If you're about to jump on a flight... Qantas or Jetstar, whether that be international or domestic, you'll find us there, and you'll be hearing the best of the past few weeks as well. Uh, And also game on AUS.com, please go there. We're also picking up a few more followers on Twitch, Dan, which is nice. Um, That's
1: all your bag too, because I don't have a lot of time to Twitch. Well, it's just,
0: you know what, it's it's just, I'm playing games anyway, so why not stream and get people involved? And actually, we're getting a fair bit of people jumping on the stream and wanting to have a chat and stuff,
1: and it's been really good. I wonder... um, I wonder. Like I game last night with my uh, my fellow cohort in co-op, uh, Ronnie P. Corbett. There he is. And um, last night we were playing Ghost Recon, and um, <laughs> I accidentally ran, ran over him. <laughs> like he was running down the street. Fantastic! It's that kind of stuff. And I wonder whether you can stream co-op games. Can you? Yeah, you can. With... You can stream whatever you want. Oh,
0: shit, yeah, I'm have to do that. That's the great thing about it, mate. Will my NBN? Copa that they peaked, that's no, the question. No, I won't. Yeah. I can tell you oh, now.
1: Well, what a surprise! What a
0: surprise!
2: Malcolm!
0: <laughs> okay, shall we get into the top three we things? Shall. We shall. Oh, wait, actually, before we do, mm. um, something very special. So, um, Oz Comic Con is coming to Brisbane and Sydney. Sydney Brisbane, yep. Yep. September 23 and 24, so that's a couple of weeks away. Sydney, uh, September 30 and October 1, that weekend as well. Yep. Um, our mates over at Blue Planet PR have been very kind. Rippers. Absolute rippers. Absolute so thank you, rippers. Sophie Blue and the team. Um, very kind to shoot us a holy patix. So we did this for the Victorian one, Melbourne, a little while ago. We've got five double passes to each show to give away. So make sure you get to the Game on Australia Facebook page and uh, check out a post that we're going to throw up there very soon.
1: And I really encourage anyone in um, Sydney or Brisbane, who listens to this fantastic podcast, to start sharing that stuff around because they've probably got mates in in Sydney and Brisbane they wanted to take along.
0: I couldn't agree more, Dan. So, bloody get on it. And the other thing that uh, they were very kind uh, to do as well was actually hook us up with a few people who are going to be at Oz Comic Con and also at PAX this year as well.
1: Um, and you've had a chat with them, haven't yes, you?
0: Yes, I have. Mm. One in particular is a cosplayer called Henchwench, and a little bit later on in the podcast, uh, I'll play you a little bit of a grab before we play the full interview in a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, fantastic. Because she's going to be at Oz Comic Con, Brisbane and Sydney, and PAX as well. She's an absolute ripper. Yeah. Let's do this.
1: Top bit of news, number one. So, as we all knew, Destiny 2 outsells everything else in Australia and New Zealand now. That's despite the fact, Pete, that both you and I haven't bought it I know. <laughs> Far out. But
0: there's reasons. Like payday's today. Payday's today, it's, thank God. It's Thursday the 14th of September, and you, oh, payday could not come quick enough for so, this time around.
1: And I heard um, uh, a mate of ours here at, the, at a radio station that we work at Mix 94.5 in Perth, uh, a mate of ours, Carl, who has appeared on this podcast before. Oh, the hot coffee. The hot coffee One of the hot coffee guys. Yeah. Yeah, he is a big gamer, but he's telling me that Big W, it's 64 bucks.
0: Yeah, Big W, always a ripper. Target, good price as well she's
1: uh, <coughs> speaks my language
0: i think the beautiful thing about finding and hearing the cheap prices is that any if as long as it's in stock you'll get a price, price match, match anyway yeah. so you know even if you're an eb customer and you want to remain loyal to eb mm. go into an eb games and say hey i could go up the road to big w get it for 64 bucks price match they'd be
1: like yep. what are you, you going to do what that's what you say to them going to do yeah, what are you going to do yeah. and they're going to be like well uh, well no it's, it's no Stuff that, because bloody A B No, here we go. They blo- love chatting to you. No. I hate chatting to him. Piss off. Oh, how's it going today, sir? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a great game. I particularly love level three. And I was like, fuck off, man. Get stuffed. To- <laughs> you bloody play golf
0: games. You should be the most patient <laughs> fucking person oh, in the bullshit. world. Bullshit. Um, Francesco Macri, who runs Respawn, which is a gaming club uh, here in WA, like a, a pub bar, you can go and drink and play games and stuff.
1: He's an EB employee, isn't he? He is. He's <laughs> we a, we he's a, talked to him before.
0: Yes, we, yes have. we have. Yes, he's a he's Sorry, a manager. My, my apologies, Francesco. No, don't apologise. He's, he's a good bloke. He knows. Uh, so yeah, um, price match is good, but uh, yeah, you're right. Number one, and check out these charts. So um, September four to ten. All platforms, Destiny 2 sits at number one, Grand Theft Auto is uh, close behind, um, Uncharted and Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, and then Ark Survival Evolved make up the top five. Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, and Crash Bandicoot, interesting, because they've been out for months now, particularly right. Uncharted, and, uh, and they're right up there, so that's, did that's everything. Say, did you say Grand Theft Auto? Grand Theft Auto it's, 5. It's second. It's second, still, after all this time. It's been out for like 10 years.
1: Oh my god! I know it's
0: unreal, isn't it?
1: That's unreal. It is
0: unreal. So, and you know what? This this is something. Um, this is something that's just that Rockstar does very well. It's just they're keeping really good content updated, you know. And the online multiplayer version of Grand Theft Auto Five is the only reason I play it anymore.
1: Well, right, again, so. and it comes down to what we've talked about a million times about what Blizzard have done with um, Overwatch. But that's it's right. Just, it's just a great, well planned, um, almost. Uh, Schedule type of, of storylines mm-hmm. and, and updates that keep people coming back, which is great.
0: It is great. So uh, let's break it down into platforms. PS4, Destiny 2 sits at the top. Xbox One, Destiny 2 sits at the top. Um, obviously, Destiny 2 isn't on PC yet. Uh, Wii U, PC, yep. um, uh, 3DS, Nintendo Switch and, and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, well, um, yeah, in New Zealand it's the same as well.
1: Yeah, and we knew that Destiny 2 would be massive. Um, I've... Everything I'm hearing is that it, it's everything that Destiny 1 should have been. Yeah. It, it is now. And, and I think you've told me that you've seen, you played the beta, right? I've played the beta, yeah. And uh, was it a master beta? or just it was, a, it. <laughs> <laughs> <it> was that <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> the point being is that um, I felt, I, I, li- I really liked Destiny 1, but it felt like I was missing something. And I'm really excited to uh, go and buy this game probably mm. tonight. Well, it was funny. You're I had this home. chat
0: with um, Michael Chu, who is one of the guys that you'll hear in an interview uh, very, very soon. He's from he's uh, the lead designer from Shadowplay Studios, and they're yep. nominated as a finalist for the PAX Indie Showcase Awards. And um, I had this chat with him yesterday, and you'll hear the interview in a few weeks just around the corner from PAX. But we were talking about Destiny Vanilla, and... Um, because he, we were talking about when their game is actually going to be finished. And he said, look, we were planning on late 2017. And you and I have had a chat about this before. Mm. But it's probably not going to be ready until early 2018. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. And I was like, no, no, no. I can tell you from from blokes who play games, release it when it's ready. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, well, I suppose, you know, the reason being is we want it to be remembered as the game that was was finished, you know, when people buy it. And I said, yeah. Perfect example, Destiny yeah. was a great game, yeah. but it will always be remembered for being a great game six to 12 months down the track when all of the DLCs were finally released and yeah, we had it. Yeah, you know what I mean?
1: Exactly right. Yeah.
0: But Destiny 2 is uh, is absolutely smashing as we knew it would. And I'm sure in October when the PC version gets released, it'll be top in the charts there
1: as well. And I cannot wait to get into some of that, that dance party action. That's oh, exactly, man. That's exactly what I'm waiting for. It's
0: so good. <laughs> it is so, so good. Loving it. Absolutely loving it. Sick. Um, number two, top bit of news. The Mini Ness and SNES, uh, we've got some really good news. So obviously these have been sellouts um, right around the country. And I the, the Mini Ness um, last year was hilarious because it was out for, pre-orders were out for six months before people actually sort of got wind of it. Yeah. All of a sudden, it went absolutely batshit crazy yeah, yeah. when people realized, hang on a sec, there's a $100 console here. And you get, you know, 20-odd really awesome games from the yeah. Series 30, actually. It was, yeah. and, uh, and we're nuts. And, you know, like there were eBay prices, 500 bucks, and yeah. people were paying that sort of stuff. And then, you know, a little bit earlier this year, um, after Nintendo had completely sold out of its allocations for Mini NES, they said, we're not making any more. You know, that pushed the prices up further. People were pretty upset about it. Then we heard the patents for the Mini SNES and the Mini Famicom, which is the, the SNES over in Europe and... Uh, and um, oh, sorry, not Europe. Japan. Um, Japan and um, the US, mm-hmm. and that uh, was picked up by Nintendo, meaning we're going to see it. Then the announcement came, Mini SNES, and same thing happened. Allocations, bang, snapped up like that. Well, over the last couple of days, Nintendo have announced that they will confirm to continue to ship stock of Nintendo Classic Mini Super Nintendo Entertainment System within Australia and New Zealand in 2018. So there's plenty more of those coming. Yep. Uh, and they're also going to be bringing back the Nintendo Classic Mini Nintendo Entertainment System. That is the Mini NES uh, in 2018 for Australia and New Zealand.
1: I wonder if this is a... I mean, I'd love to know what goes on at Nintendo because they um, they have their own little ways about things. I wonder if this is designed at people like me who, I'm not a pre-order kind of guy, Pete. I don't, I've never once ordered a pre-order, pre-order game mm-hmm. or, or anything. Right. Um, I'm, I'm a fiend you're for You're a massive it. fiend for I'm it, terrible right? so, for it. Yeah. And I'm, you know, that's probably cause I'm fairly lazy by nature. Um, can't be, can't be ass doing it. I'll just get it when it comes out. Um, but you know, and I wasn't really interested in the mini NES because I never grew up with the NES. And we've talked about this before, but the SNES, I definitely had the SNES and I'm very interested in that, but I haven't gone on that bandwagon. I'm just thinking, oh, well, I'll find it somewhere, but I probably won't.
0: Well, no. Well, I well, mean, now, this is now, the good now, news. Now, like yeah, you will and now. they might've
1: gone, you know what, we better look after the Dans of this world that, you know.
0: Um, well, the Dans of this world are important, Dan. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's right. I think the, the, I think the thing here is that Nintendo's probably realized that this was actually, people, people are funny. People are fickle. Um. You know, they, they, instead of actually going, well, you know what, I wasn't quick enough to pre-order a console, they actually go, fuck you, Nintendo, you didn't make enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this this is the world that we live in. Like, it's a very on-demand world these yeah. days, and yeah, it's it very is. much a, oh, woe was me, it's your fault that I didn't get it. You know what I mean? I so agree. I, I reckon they're going, they're going, let's hedge our bets here yeah. and just make a shitload more, because this is probably damaging our brand a little bit.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, actually, and... um. I get why they're doing it, why they probably did it in the first place, because there's an argument of going, well, you're just reselling something you've sold 20, 25, 30 years ago, right? It is so funny you say that, right? Yeah. Because I was listening to the Dude Soup
0: guys talk about this on a, on their podcast yeah. from last week. Right. And one of the guys is know, is like, fuck you guys. Why am I paying $120 for something that I, I've had for 100 years? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you were a bit more, if you were really keen, you could go and find it on eBay, I'm sure, and pay... It's probably a Nintendo classic on uh, like a... a like normal, a Nest Mini? An old, no, no, an old school.
0: An old school Nintendo, you, you can actually pick them up. They don't pop up as often as they were sort of last year. Yeah. But when they do, and on the auction groups and stuff on Facebook, you know, even if you put a call out and say, I'm looking for one, you can generally pick up a pretty basic one that's just the unit, yeah, no yeah. box or anything.
1: 150 yep, yep. bucks. Yeah. yeah. Right? So if you really wanted it, you could go and rel- relive that. But what this gives you is the convenience of it's all on... You know, it's all in the box. There's no, um, and it's all in HD. Yeah, well, that's true too.
0: Like I gotta admit, I've been, I've last night again. I, I, I don't know what's happened to me lately with Overwatch, but I'm getting a little bit bored of it. Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, so last played night, a long time though. Yeah, I've had play two years easily, and yeah. I started playing a few retro games, and I was playing Diddy Kong Racing oh, Nintendo yeah. 64. Obviously, I don't have one of the old CRT like tube like TVs, right? Yeah. Um, I've got a, a flat screen in the back. Yeah, just a simple thing, but. Um, it's got an AV cables that you plug into it, but because it's a flat screen, it doesn't it doesn't give you a good picture. As, as stupid as that sounds, yeah, because know, it's man. it's better technology. Yeah. Um. The old AV cable based systems work better on the tube. You know the 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 tube TVs, right? Yeah, yeah, the old yeah. CRTs yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um, the beauty about the SNES Mini and the NES Mini is because you get to play it through a HDMI cable, yep. you get to play it on these beautiful ratios on these flat screen TVs. And they're designed and it looks, for it too, aren't they? And they, they are they designed probably,
1: for it. They rejigger um, yeah. the output to make sense. Yeah. And
0: one thing I will say, you know, if you're going to turn your nose up, because I think the, the prize for Nest Minis at the moment on eBay, it might come down once the releases come out again. Um, In 2018, but at the moment, going rate's about 150 bucks, and you can get one one of these minis, one of these NES minis on eBay, right? NES minis are a bit more expensive, Um, but 150 bucks, and you get 30 games. I can tell you now, it'll cost you probably 200, 250, if not more, to get a Nintendo Entertainment System like a retro from way back when and get all those games as well. And as you know,
1: 150 for 30 games is five bucks a game. Exactly. Pretty bloody.
0: It's pretty bloody good. Uh, So there you go. Look out for 2018, but you can also check that out on the game on Australia, Facebook page, and we'll throw up a story at game on With all of the details as well. Um, This number three, Dan, and it's going to lead into a bigger chat about role models and stuff like that. PewDiePie. Yes. You
1: know, PewDiePie. I know of him. I I, got to admit, I don't, pay too much attention to Twitch and streaming and stuff and, and following people but I have heard of this guy quite a few times. Yes.
0: So PewDiePie, um, for whatever reason, he just must've hit a critical mass at the right time. Uh, he's been a YouTube streamer for years, yep. started out streaming a lot of gaming, and then as time has gone on and he's built his user base, he has, you know, dabbled in all sorts of different things. He'll he'll turn his stream on and he'll just talk mm. and people will jump in. And that's mm. what happens when you are the biggest streamer in the world. Yeah, 57 million followers on YouTube, this guy has. Yep. Um, now, earlier in the year, PewDiePie copped it, right? Have you heard of the website Fiverr?
1: Uh, yes. So it's I, where you can yes, pay I, yeah, someone five, five bucks. bucks to do yep. something, right? Yep.
0: So he did a little bit of a test. And he paid um, a couple of uh, guys. Now, I think it might have had um, particular religious connotations with these two guys in particular. They may have actually represented Jews or something like that. Yep. But he paid them $5 just to see if they would hold a banner with some anti-Semitic yep. writing on it, yep. um, like kill all Jews or something like yep. that. Yep. Now, at the time, he was a – this was only like earlier this year – at the time, PewDiePie um, was still 50, 55 million s- s- subscribers. And he was actually a Disney employee as well. Like Disney yeah. Disney had purchased him, yeah. per se. So he was doing that sort of stuff. Disney dropped him after that because, you know, Disney is yes. very conservative. Yes, yes. Now, um, he's come under fire again this week. He was streaming PUBG with some mates of his. And he, as he was, uh, he was getting shot or copying it or something like that, he yelled out the N-word. Mm. Right. Um, we all know which word that I am. I am, yeah. you know, referring vines, to vines of jigger. Exactly. Mm. Right. So he held out the N word, um, and he's come under fire again for this because obviously, you know, whether it be kids who can access the internet and that sort of stuff, uh-huh. uh, or just people in general, it's it's not that sort of word that you should be saying. It's no. a, you know, we, we swear a lot on this podcast. Um, we don't go beyond the words fuck and shit and stuff like that. We've <laughs> never dropped the C-bomb, I don't no, think.
1: I pretty sure we haven't.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, we have mentioned we have a line and it's far away and short, but it is still a line. Of course. Um, and I'm sure in some sort of way, PewDiePie has a line as well. Um, but it just so happens, in the heat of the moment, he yelled the N-word. And it's a funny one because people are like, well, did he mean it? Well, I think there was some part of him... That got lost, and some part of him that meant it, because he immediately said sorry, and then went on to say "asshole" to the guy that that had shot him or whatever. Yeah. Now you and I both know that when you when you're like in a real heated battle online, sometimes you can just let some expletives fly.
1: Well, I think I've told you, I've uh, you know, in Xbox there is a, there used to be a setting. I'm not sure if it's anymore, but you can actually check how you've been rated, and I got rated as as um. That's right. Almost blackballed for aggressive and violent language. Now, that's, that's right. Because yeah. I just say a, f- a few swear words, but I never threaten anyone. But yeah. It's just funny how people can react to that. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing is this guy, you know, when he jumps on YouTube or when he jumps on Twitch or when he jumps on whatever and flicks his camera on or whatever he's doing at the time, it just so happens that he is so critical mass being the biggest YouTuber in the world yep. at 57 million subscribers. Yeah. People will tune in, you know, so it, to me, it sort of begs the question, I wanted to talk about this, regardless of whether or not you like it or whether or not you've asked for it, yeah. do you have an obligation to be a role model when you hit that sort of
1: critical mass? My initial answer, um, and this is probably loaded with a whole bunch of you know subtext, but if you exploit your position to make money and make good money, then I think you start to need thinking about your obligation as a role model, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just doing it for the fun of it, and people can, you know, there's there's no obligation to tune in or tune out, then and you're not getting paid for that, and you're just doing it off your own bat, then maybe not so much. But if he's getting purchased by Disney and all sort of stuff, then yeah, he's got to start towing the line a bit. I reckon personally. Now
0: Disney have since dropped him, yeah. not not since this one actually, no, since no, the, the anti-Semitic Fiverr. Yep, yep. right? But okay, here's my, here's my other point, right? We live in a we live in a Twitch world, we live in a YouTube yep. world, and a lot of these YouTube stars and that sort of stuff. Um, They get on there and they get on there and just, they tend to get notoriety just for being themselves. Now, if, if yourself is a person who has a bit of a penchant to do some stupid shit like that, but it just so happens you're also the biggest biggest, YouTuber in the world, regardless of whether you're getting paid for it, um, you know, do you have the obligation? And I think it's a real gray area, right? Because it's definitely a gray area because it's so new too. Right. I think I think at that stage I think if I was in that position if I had fifty seven million YouTube subscribers um, and I was in that position I think I would I would probably go through um, like peaks and troughs of trying to change the world for the better yeah and then just going well fuck you guys I just yeah. want to be left alone
1: well yeah it, I think with the the one you mentioned the first one he did this year about the um, the fiver. That's a dumbass. I think that is actually, you know, you've got that many followers. You know, it's a stupid thing to do. Don't do it. The, the the second one sounds like it might've been maybe an accident. Right. So that's not cool, but it's, you know, probably a little more understandable that it mm-hmm. happened in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Um, at the same time, it's like this bullshit excuse that people use about, you know, oh, I was drunk. I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, I, I did it because I was drunk. It's like well, bullshit. You know, like I've done lots of things when I'm drunk, but I don't, you know, don't use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. I, I was drunk, but you, you can still, there, I, to me, there's still a part of your brain that goes, you know, that's not, that's not the right thing to do if, if that's whether, whatever it is. Right. So the point being is that, um, I mean, it's, and this might be cause I'm, I'm a dad and you're a dad too, but I, I would think that I would be thinking about my audience. I guess too, cause we both work in, in a mass audience type field we do we're in both in radio Beth and radio know yeah. you so, you run I'm,
0: digital content online to a big audience yeah. and I'm on the air to a big audience so
1: I'm always conscious of that anything I do have you know what's am I? what I always think am I going to get a complaint right? And we work for quite a conservative radio station that we pride ourselves on the brand and don't, you know. But
0: that's the thing, isn't it? Like, we work for quite a conservative radio station. We work for a radio station also that is family-orientated and it is uh, targeted at the bullseye is a 34-year-old female. Yeah. Right? So- And we know that coming into the business, right? This radio station is already established. It's here. We know that if we want to be successful on this radio station and we want this radio station to be a success, we need to talk to those sorts of people. Now, that means not getting on the air and saying fuck or shit or the (laughs) C-bomb or, um, you know, like not calling uh, black people the N-word and stuff like that. And like, you know, a lot of the stuff that we say is fraught with fraughtness, right? But it's YouTube. I I feel like, and I'm not I'm not defending him, right? Because I I wouldn't say that word, regardless of yeah. you know whatever.
1: It's a very American thing, though. I, I I don't. Well, the thing is, he's not American, isn't he? He's he's a Swedish guy living in the UK. Oh. You
0: know, oh, now, I didn't now, know that. You know, now this is the thing, right? Like, um, this is the thing in America. Well, that makes it
1: even more unusual. I would have thought
0: it is unusual, right? Because it, in America, like I know there are a lot of words that um that quite possibly don't. Translate to how people get them in the UK and stuff like that. Wanker, for like, example. well, wanker, right? That's that's a very good point. Like, and the N word, I know for a fact, has a, a very different or a, or a very serious connotation in the US versus how people actually view that word in the UK. But the thing is, with YouTube, it's open, isn't it? Like, it's your audience. Well, it is yeah. your audience isn't targeted. No, nah. you know, he doesn't. He didn't actually sign to YouTube with YouTube going. Why don't you come and work for us? Our um, appeal or our bullseye is a thirty-four-year-old yeah. female, yeah. right? Um, you can't say these sorts of words, or that sort of stuff. He got on there like most people do, just wanting to, you know, piss fart around, and it just so happened that he happened to hit a nerve. And it, it, there's no, there's no particular
1: audience. You know what I mean? And the and the irony is, it's probably a million YouTube uh, channels or. or- Stars, for lack of a better word, who probably say that word every day, and you know, yeah. because of no following, you don't yep. never hear about it. Well, the fact that we're talking, and this might, you know, there's a part, a conspiracist, conspiracist part of me that thinks that, um, he might be doing this to get just to keep that edge, yeah, because he is an edgy, you know, from what I've gathered, he's an edgy sort of guy, he's an edgy sort of guy, and it's a bit like the old, um, in radio terms, if anyone's ever heard of Howard Stern, you know, back in the day, he was the. Edgiest radio guy going around, but this is back in the '80s when yeah. he was doing stuff that was just next. Watch level.
0: a watch a movie called Private Parts, Private Parts. right? And yeah. it's there's a there's a scene in Private Parts where um he's on the air and a a woman calls up yeah. and she's a little bit sexually frustrated, and he tells her and this actually happened, right? Yeah. He tells her to get her giant speaker that she's got there. That they lie, used to have
1: in the '80s those big, like, big tall speakers, yeah.
0: yeah. Right, Lie it down facing up turn the bass right up and sit on it. And then he started going <laughs> into the microphone and she had an orgasm live on the air. Like that's that's the sort of stuff that, you know.
1: So, and that's definitely, that's partly, actually Halston's probably a good comparison actually because he was going against everything that radio said you shouldn't do and he just did it because he thought it was funny and yeah. thought it was content and whatever else. And he got a great following from that. But And and there's a line in that film where they're talking about, as radio people do, they go, well, they had the, the, um, analytics and the stats back from the listenership That's and they right. go, well, you know, um, the people that hated him, listened to him more yeah. than the people that liked him yeah. in terms of time spent listening. And yep. it was purely because they wanted to hear what he, the both answers were, we wanted to hear what he was going to say next. Yeah. So it, you know, it, and edge can work. I mean, there's a classic, um, South Park where you, you might not have seen it, where uh, Stan's dad, Randy, goes on Wheel of Fortune. Have you seen this? Yes, and it's yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the the clue was people who annoy you, and it was N space G G E R, and Randy's there going, I can't say that word on television. And he goes, but for a hundred thousand dollars, and he goes and he says it and, and the you know and it's go oh it's nagara <laughs>
0: yeah it's an A
1: that is one of the funniest and
0: you know what and, but here and- we are laughing about it right yeah like that's does, I mean what does that say to you though like we're we're sitting here laughing about an episode of South Park that blatantly goes into saying hey we're gonna say the n-word live on television to this massive audience we built. You know, like, I mean, but at the same and time... I'm
1: pretty sure on that show, did they actually say the N-word? I'm, I'm quite yeah, they I'm quite certain he yeah, goes, because yeah. he delivers it. With yeah, the, yeah, he, I'm yeah. I'm not going to say it, but you know. The point, yeah, and you're right. Um, I'm laughing because I don't get particularly offended by anything, so I'm, I'm cool with that, right? Mm-hmm. And that, was, that comes from working in radio too. But also, I mean, the, most, the foul mouth around here is disgusting. Oh, it's it? terrible. It's, it's, and you and I are probably the worst contributors. But also, um, I think it was done with a little bit of a message in it. About the, the South Park, generally, its heart's not in the right place. But th- there's a lot of times there is a subtext that that you know. Whereas he, this thing to him, PewDiePie was purely, I think, a reaction thing. Which I think, I'm guessing, it's a hell
0: of a reaction to have, though, isn't it? It is,
1: and that's you know that's probably part you know for good or bad. I mean, there's a lot of people have made massive dents in this world who aren't aren't good people. Mm. Look at Adolf Hitler, for
0: example. I, you know, right? Hitler was exactly what came uh, to yeah, my mind as well. He's probably one
1: of the most famous people ever to grace this world, and he wasn't a nice person. Yeah. so... Um, you know, it's something I don't think you and I can answer. Um, it's a very interesting question though because YouTube has granted a lot of these people that would never imagine PewDiePie ever getting any kind of no, TV. No, not not a chance. Never, never. not right? not in a million years. Not regular million television. Years. No, but YouTube's cr- granted this you know, and Twitch and all these places have granted this audience now that you know. So
0: is it is it up to YouTube then? You know, like is it? See, this is the the thing where YouTube is kind of stuck as well, right? Like YouTube's. YouTube has 57 million people who are glued to this guy, mm. yet their their guidelines, right? If there was somebody out there who was doing that sort of stuff on a consistent basis, like their guidelines right. would probably, and he only had, you know, one or two followers, their guidelines would probably chop him off at the knees.
1: I did a 3 years comms degre, degree at um, Curtin University, 2001-2003, mm. mass communication, and this is all the stuff that went in there, all this bullshit about free speech and postmodernism and all this crap. So uh, yeah, you're right. Like um, so, you know it's funny how Facebook He's, he is too valuable to YouTube for yeah, them to well, let him go. That's right. And the same like Facebook did the same thing. Facebook very very early on was completely open but they started to realise copyright and content and you know now you know <laughs> I've had it where I've put, tried to put up a video of my kids singing, a, um, dancing to Smooth Operator by Sade. It's just in the background, mm-hmm. and the video got banned. Yeah, yeah. Because of copyright. copyright. I'm like, well, hang on. It's it's background music. But, the, I mean, they've got a point. But at the same time, I would argue I'm actually promoting Sade's Smooth Operator, which, which is one of the greatest songs written of all time. Yeah. The point being is that I think YouTube have a responsibility to free speech, and I'll put that in inverted quotes. Um, but at the same time, there probably is a a societal and community responsibility too. So, you know, but
0: then, you know, like the further implications of that is where, where does it stop? Like if you were to to ban him from it, like there are, there are hundreds of millions of views, um, billions of views that have gone towards the black community who are rap artists and stuff like that, who put their explicit songs up there. And drop N words left, right, and Correct. center, you know? Correct. Um, the other thing with, with PewDiePie, I guess, which is probably a little bit unfair, is that when you reach critical mass and you reach a particular point as a, as a personality, no matter where you are, there are always people out there, whether they're actively trying to get you to do it or not, waiting for you to fuck up. Of course. You know what I mean? And and They're sitting
1: there right now listening to us going, well, I've got them now. Right. And the- <laughs> <laughs> he said jigger. Yeah. <laughs> You listen to the podcast over the past few
0: months. There's plenty there that you can get us yeah. for. I reckon. So yeah, look, just a, a very interesting question. And I I'm, just,
1: I don't think it's probably something we could put on Facebook. I'd love to. Um, I'd love I to think it's hear something that we can answer, but they don't it pays enough to answer that kind of question? But um, I'm not sure you can answer it to be honest, Pete. It's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll
0: throw it up on the Facebook page uh, and just hit you with a question. You know, like do, once you reach critical mass in terms of your followers, do you become a role model? It's something that the the footballers here in Australia get you know, um, spoken to about all the time. It, it's sort of like an unspoken obligation for them that, that they must be.
1: But that's because they're, con- they're, you know, in the end of the day, they when they sign a professional contract, they're signed to the brand. That is true. So, yeah. And a lot and, of the brands... probably probably that is in the subtext and the um, fine print, there will be a thing yep. about representing the code. And Huge that kind of chunk stuff. of
0: the audience are kids, families, yep. Yep. grandparents. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right. All right. Now, now...
1: This next thing's very exciting.
0: Yeah, this is great. So, look, it, it wasn't really... Um, uh, it wasn't really planned or anything like that. It was just I was sitting at the computer and I was bored, um, and just thought to myself, it, "You know what?" It was red tube buffering, was it? it <laughs> Pornhub, mate. Come on. <laughs> um, the, the, and I just thought to myself, "You know what?" There's we've got a few Game on Australia podcast listeners and um, people who contribute to the Game on Australia Facebook page who are real hardcore contributors. You know, like there's there's Nick Holland. Um, by the way, quick shout out to Nick Holland today is Are You Okay Day. Um, and he is a uh, regular supporter of RUOK U OK day. He's actually a regular supporter of a lot of things. You know, he did um, when we posted this on the Facebook page, he did the world's greatest shave earlier this year and yep. um, that sort of stuff. And uh,
1: yeah oh, he's good on you, Nick. He's he's I've a real, yet, but he sounds like a bloody legend. He's a
0: real great representation of gamers doing good. So um, you know, yep. we'll share that post actually to the Game on Australia Facebook page so yeah, you can check will. out his R U O K okay stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, there's him, there's, uh, Charlie Brown. Are you Kai Sherple? Uh, Kai Sherple, (laughs) my (laughs) cousin, mate, what a far (laughs) out. What a
1: ripper he is. (laughs) Absolute ripper.
0: (laughs) So much post. Oh, look, there's another tag from Kai. Um, you know, there's, uh, Chris Inglis who is, um, who is regularly contributing. Actually, he's one of the ones who's been following, um, our, our Twitch as well. And, um, he's been jumping on the stream watching. Um, so yeah, like, uh, what we've done is we've created a Closed Facebook group. It's secret at the moment because we're just sort of mucking around with it. But a closed Facebook group called Game On Australia God Mode.
1: God Mode. God Mode. Great name.
0: Um, and what we're going to do is we're just going to open this up to the regular contributors um, who throw a lot of stuff up on the Facebook page, yeah. and they talk to each other as well. And and it's a place where instead of you know your post getting hidden on the right hand side in this tiny little box somewhere. You know, if you've got something to say, you can actually throw it up on the wall in this group and and start
1: a discussion and stuff like that. So, um, and what I like about it, Pete, is that I think hardcore gamers like the 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 guys we've mentioned and you and I particularly, gaming doesn't stop with just gaming one night a week or two nights a week. No, it doesn't. I I, uh. I probably regularly log into three or four websites each day Mm -hmm. to have a look at what's going on. I actually, I hunt news on gaming. And the great thing about this is that we've got a centralized location now where there's got a hardcore, more hardcore stories and people that I think are really keen on just constant updates in gaming. Yeah. Because that's what it's become. Right. And that's why, I mean, it's no fucking accident that gaming's become this massive industry because I've seen you know, five years ago, I approached our our company about, or actually they approached me about starting an online thing. And I, I made this big case study, but the, the big wigs at times said, nah, it's not really, you know. And now we've missed the boat to a point, right? Um, yeah, kind of. I think that's happened to a lot of people, a lot actually. Of pe- it's that, not just us. It's, yeah, it's a lot like of they...
0: Because, no, I, I got to... You got to admit, like gaming, maybe the last two or three years, and with eSports really taking off those last few years as well, gaming's gone up another level.
1: Yeah, and I, I'll admit, I didn't, I didn't even see... Um, Esports coming, right? To yeah. be quite honest. I yeah. didn't, but I did, you know, guess what? One of my big selling points was this thing was, guess, I'll guess, female gaming. I yeah, said, yeah. it's a growing industry. It's going to grow and it is, it is growing, right? You know, yep. we're seeing that on our Facebook page. Um, and it's makes sense because kids are growing up. I don't have to, I've just reminded me, and I'm going to put this up later. out. There's a, a, Twitter, um, handle I follow called history and pictures. Yeah. This is a ripper. It is a mum around a Game Boy in 1989 with five kids around her and the post says, here's mum um, fi- finishing off a tough level in Super Mario on the g- on the original GameCube. Wow. Brilliant. Game right? Boy, Game Boy. Uh, Game Boy, sorry, yeah. yeah, sorry, GameCube. That's all right. Um, you know, it's something that I think the the hardcore gamers that want to get involved and do we have to invite them or can they ask to be we invited? have to invite them or um, they can they can request to join right well not at the moment because it's oh, a secret it's that secret it's a secret group so well, you can't so actually secret find anymore, it anymore, because we've just talked about it yeah
0: but now. we'll uh, we'll be changing the privacy to closed um, very soon and then they'll they'll be able to actually come across and find it that's
1: right and. We, you know, I'd like to think I'm speaking on your behalf here, Pete. But I'd like to think that we'll keep it just to gaming, because that's what we sure all, you know. I mean, I wanted to talk about Apple today in my in your sights, we now in, in your sights, but yep. I'm not going to, because it's not about gaming. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and we've made that we've made that very clear on this. We're podcast. not going to be a game spotter or bloody, you know. I went to Gamespot today to look again, looking into games news and it's talking about Game of Thrones. I'm like, well,
0: yeah, I know. And you know what? That's all right if you're talking about um the Telltale series or something like that, or um, or there's a
1: Game of Thrones game coming out, or yeah. you know, or should that you know, or it's an opinion piece should have come out. You and know, like the PewDiePie,
0: they- PewDiePie is the world's biggest gaming streamer, so yeah, you know, yeah. like even though it wasn't necessarily about gaming, it's like we we want to keep this to gaming as much as we possibly can.
1: It's not called games, game and TV spot. Yeah, very good. It's GameSpot. Well said, Dan. about games, you bloody It's ass.
0: like a mini, I've got you in my sights. Yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, so that is uh, that is up, and it's running as we speak. There's a few people in there as we speak, and um, they're talking to each other, which is really good. But yeah, Game on Australia God mode. If, uh, if you are a regular listener to the podcast and all that sort of stuff, and regular contributor, and you want to take it up a level...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the place to do it. That's why they pay you the big bucks, mate.
0: Mate, we haven't done this in a while. Yep. Um, shall we do a little bit of what are you playing?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Let's get right. What are you playing? Yep. Okay. Do you want me to go first? You or... go first. All right. Go on. I am playing Pete still for about the fifth or sixth month now in succession. Bloody to- uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands.
0: Still on that.
1: I don't see an end. It's unreal. Honestly, we uh, Ronnie Corbett and I play it. At... There we go. Ronnie Corbett and I play it once a week at least, twice a week. Mm-hmm. And like last night, for example, we got on early, 7.30, because of the, uh, the batch he was on and his wife was off playing. Like, oh, boom. fantastic. Yes. Like we at least got... So I got a good, solid three hours of gaming last night, which is fucking fantastic. Apart from Ubisoft server... Not coping with our connection, which is not. I don't think it's Ubisoft's... Ubisoft, it's uh, what I had. I got dropped out about five times. Again, oh, that's it's like, that is oh, balls God, over this shit. That like, is anyway, balls. That's beside the point. We must have completed. <laughs> Fifteen levels last night. Jeez, that's pretty. Bleak. Yeah, that's a good and session. You know, some Oh, it was great, right? We were on last night, but I don't see an end. Mm. To the point, and because there is so many bloody levels and so many people you got to capture and extract and stuff. Is that because it's, you're literally taking down the country of Bolivia, right? Yeah, yeah. And the country's drug trade. Yeah. So last night, is this all in the main game, by the way, or yeah, is this yeah, DLCs no, just, that no, no, keep this popping is just, out? This is just not one DLC. This is just the main game, right? It's pretty good. So it's pretty good. Mm. Value for money is fantastic. Last night we took down a whole bunch of cocaine. Caches. There's heaps of um, warehouses around the country that have got stashes and we Good you have, to, you you have to go get, in there. getting that Thank off you. the streets, drugs, Drunk to mind I'm kind. Okay. And I thought last night, surely there'd be at least some kind of hint that it, we're getting close to the end. Because I actually now, in a weird sort of way, I want it to end. I want to play Destiny 2. Mm. I've got Sniper Elite 4 sitting there mm. waiting to start to be played. And I can't play it because I, I can't in my head get around the fact that I've got to linearly, lin- 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 that's a tough word to say, beat, <laughs> linearly. Linear, yeah, beat um, <laughs> what you said.
0: Have another but, beer.
1: Yeah, beat bloody um, Ghost Recon because yeah. I've got to beat it.
0: Yeah, and I, I completely, I, I, I love where your head's out there with that because I, I'm the same. Like Destiny 2 will come out in October and i'm hoping by oh, you're then, going pc aren't you? i'm going pc yep um and i'm ho- that's why it's coming out in october for me um and i'm hoping to have completed legend of zelda breath of the wild yeah. um uh horizon zero dawn yeah. and dishonored 2 yeah. which are all just sort of sitting there you know festering talking as we to speak you. talking just, to just, he, whispering.
1: Yeah. Oh, you whispering alluring you yeah like the sirens yeah <laughs> <laughs> play me play me
0: uh yeah man i like i'm with you on that one i'm with you completely cuz it's it's one of those things where you know once you get destiny 2 you probably won't if if never again you at least won't touch um, ghost recon for a long time
1: and the problem with gaming Pete, is that um like i i can't see being a dad with three kids Nine, seven, and five, and I know mm. it's not everyone's problem. This is my problem. And it is sort of your problem too, mm. being a dad as well. I don't particularly see any time in the next two or three years where I'm gonna, my gaming is going to in, increase. No, during you your are work, right? you're way off. It's probably going to get worse. Yeah. So the the point about in terms of the like, time well, that you've got to game, yeah. I bought I I got Sniper Elite Four because I had Sniper Elite Three and I quite enjoyed it. Mm. It's probably like Destiny Two, from what I've heard. Destiny One, Destiny Two, from what I've heard. Number four. Is the game that three should have been, right? Right. Okay. Yep. And I quite enjoyed three, so I've got it, and I've got it ready for Ronnie Corbett when he buys it, right? I only bought it. Thank that's, you.
0: That's three. This podcast, I Jesus, I, but only,
1: I only got, I wouldn't have bought it, but I got it because um, buddy, old, old mate JB had it as a trading deal, and I couldn't. I had to trade in a few games to get it, right? Yep, and yeah, I just yeah. wanted to get rid of these games, so yep. I've got it there ready to go. I don't see in the next six months getting any chance to play it. I don't. Far out. Have so you played, played it talking? yet? No. Because I I it not like to ruin the co-op experience because it's a co-op mission. Yeah, wanna, right. Okay. Wanna, yeah, right? yeah. Yep, Which yep. is fair enough. Yep. I don't want to spoil the surprise. Mm. But the point is, in two years' time, will it be any you know as attractive to play? Probably well, not. I don't know. It might be. It might be one of those ones where you're having an afternoon where
0: nothing's happening, and you think to yourself, "Oh shit! I haven't. I've never touched that game."
1: Yeah, maybe you may you may I have might, one. I end up might be one of those games I end up playing solo rather yeah. than co-op. But I can tell
0: you, if you if you don't touch that game, there's a reason, and that reason is because you've been playing other great Mighty games anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. You so that's know, good,
1: so good good spot of being, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. it is. It is, and it, it's been a good spot to be in for that this entire year. Oh, it's
1: been a great year. What about you? What are you playing?
0: Uh, so, still playing a little bit of um, uh, Overwatch. Yep.
1: Season 6 competitive
0: is out at the moment. Yep. Um, the thing that I've really enjoyed, actually, is that they changed the way you end up um, end up dropping into the game after doing your first 10 matches, um, your placement matches. So in Season 5, uh, you might remember the news that um, with Overwatch, once you do your 10 placement matches, they actually nerf what your score should be. So you come into the game a few hundred SR less than what you realistically should be. Mm. And the reason was so you would get a good feeling as you pushed your way up the ranks
1: all oh, right
0: i i shit you not that was the reason it was all they Does it work? they fucked your sr yeah. all in the name of giving you a better feeling as you played the game yeah. they pissed that off <laughs> right so here's here's the difference right it's obviously no last year <laughs> it was fucking shit house last year um, I, in my first, in my 10 placement matches in last season, season five, yeah. I won eight and lost two and right. had really good games in that as well and spawned in at 1,800. This time around in season six, I won six and lost four yeah. and played fairly good and spawned in at 2,479. Like yeah, 30, right. 30 SR points, not even away from from hitting platinum. Wow. You know what I mean? so, but the the flip side of the coin is, Last season, I was winning matches very quickly and having consecutive wins. This season, I have played five matches since uh, since finishing my ten placements and haven't won one. Oh, you know what I mean. So yeah, right. yeah, like it's it's you know. But at the same time, I I did really enjoy finishing my ten placements and getting in at a reasonable level that I thought actually was due. Yep. You know what I mean. Yep, yep. So Overwatch, um, as I mentioned a little bit earlier in the podcast, I jumped on and did a little bit of retro, um, retro stuff last night. And I I'd, um, played a little bit of uh, Diddy Kong Racing on the Nintendo 64. I played I played five minutes of
1: Perfect Dark. Five minutes. Oh, right? See, I've got this as part of the Rare Replay, yeah. so I've played quite a bit of Perfect Dark. Yeah, last but I year. can
0: imagine with the Rare Replay, because you're playing on Xbox One, yeah. right, your controls are a little bit better. Yeah. like in terms of the way that you can yeah. like so, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. playing this on the Nintendo on the 64. Yeah. Fuck man, I don't know how we did it. I <laughs> I do not know how we played those games on the Nintendo 64, right? Because you just like you have to press the the yellow down arrow to look up and it doesn't it doesn't flick around like your your R3, like your yeah. joystick flicks around. Like it takes it goes to look up, you know what I mean? Like it's it's it is a shit way to play a video yeah, game.
1: We talked about last week on the road when we were on the road. This is not, I'm telling people here because we, we never broadcast this, but we, Pete and you and I talked about um, yep. little tips used to have for games. So yeah. for example, when I'm driving, I ga- play a driving game. I don't ever press a brake. I just pump the accelerator. on right Yeah. The yeah. Corner, yeah. Right? Yep. I used to ride those yellow buttons in. Goldeneye and Perfect Dark. Well left and right is strafe. Yeah, particularly down. Yep. Because it just put push it up just enough for the headshot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I used to ride. And I never told we had um, three groups used to play competitive uh goldeneye um, at my parents' house. Yeah. And I'm, I've actually I've just put a note in here in our WhatsApp, Odd job. It, the M T G right. Yeah. I'll go through that another time. But okay. anyway. You know. Um and that was always my little secret. Right. So just the writing RC, the down button. The, the R C P ninety, you just ride it down, which is that autumn that Super automatic um, machine gun. Yeah, yeah. You get someone's head, mate. They're done. Bang. Done. <laughs> gone See, I, Goodbye. And
0: you know what? There are a few games that I'm playing on the Nintendo 64 when I just feel like mucking around that that lend themselves really well to the way the controller is made. And stuff like um, Super Smash Brothers, for That's example. Agreed. Yeah, Smash yeah Brothers, totally, right? totally, Right? Like, it really works, right? Yellow buttons you use to jump around and all that sort of stuff. What, Butt. What? but, Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark no. fucking shit. <laughs> It's so bad, so is Goldeneye. Yeah. It's so bad on the Nintendo yeah. 64. Yeah. Um, we'll
1: never know about Goldeneye because they did re-release it on the Xbox um, One. That's right. Uh, Xbox 360, but yeah, yeah. it was a terrible remake. Yeah. Like, it looked good, but it was terrible.
0: So, you know, there's a bit of that. And then um, the other thing that I did, and I, I, I have a feeling that this is what I'll probably be hammering over the next few nights, actually, um, is I plugged in the NES Mini and played Gradius. Oh, yeah. You remember Gradius? No. So it's a side scroll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? No. Uh, um. It's a side scrolling shooter where you're a you're a spaceship and you just go through, you know, and you up and down and all that sort of stuff and around and But it is it's a really challenging shooter. Yeah. So um the other thing is like as you get power ups, the power-ups are designed in a way that you pick your power ups um, depending on how you feel the game is going. Sure. So, you know, if you want to, you can start the game with lasers, or if you want to, you can start the game with just shooting out bullets one yep. by one, yep. um, but you get an extra bullet or a missile that drops underneath you, you know, yep. to get things underneath. It's a really great strategic way of actually playing through a game. Um, and, I'd far out. I mean, this the thing is this special holds a special place in my heart because this was the first game I used to play when I was five and dad bought us the first Nintendo entertainment system. Dad and I used to play. It's a nostalgic thing. thing, Um, And actually one of these days, I, I I don't know if I'll save it maybe for a Christmas podcast or a new year's podcast or a, uh, or a father's day podcast. One of these days, remind me to tell you about the Xbox 360 ghost story. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Oh, I'll make a note right now. There you so, go, yeah, there's, you look, I'm, I'm pumping through a few bits and pieces, uh, and it's it's been good. But I have a feeling that in a couple of weeks, in, in October when Destiny 2 comes out, that's all we'll be talking about.
1: Pop quiz hotshot. Go on. Would you beat Whiz Pig again?
0: Well, that's a are you, very... Are you
1: confident enough? Being, being that you've said this before, this is your greatest gaming achievement is beating Whiz Pig.
0: Yeah. On hard mode, on in, hard Diddy mode in Diddy Kong Racing, Kong Racing. I still, to this day... Yep. I, I even oh. felt felt passionate about it enough that somebody posted something on one of the Facebook groups yesterday, I was like, that is still the hardest thing I've ever
1: done. Okay. Really? Yes. In life? Yes. I um put it to you, I reckon you'd demolish it.
0: You reckon? Yeah. I have to admit, I playing Diddy Kong Racing last night, I was blowing through the tracks. Yeah. And you know what else is funny? I'm gonna put it to you, Pete. Alright. That's,
1: that's your challenge. That's my challenge. Okay. You, you've I'll... got you've got three months to beat WizPig.
0: Three months to beat WizPig. Yep. I reckon I can do that. All right, um, but I will. All right, I will play. I'll play as many tracks through as I possibly can, and then I will report back to you on it's Whiz pick on hard mode, right? Okay, like, yep, the, yep. the epic. Seriously, this was the one where I beat him and I screamed the fucking house down.
1: Can you challenge me to beat the witch in bloody banjo two weeks? You know what,
0: Dan? I challenge you to beat the witch in banjo two weeks. All right, because I've got I've You've got three months. Three months. Okay. Done. Okay. Good. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> How good is it that we get to challenge each other to play shit, <laughs> uh, so yeah, look, we'll bring you up to speed as that sort of stuff comes back, but cool. um the yeah, the whiz pig thing is insane um the just quickly, this thought came to mind um i a few weeks ago I um played a little bit of Super Mario Brothers Three on the Nest Mini. And it is mind-blowing how fucking short those levels are. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, if you just run through them, you get the tail and everything and just fly. If you run through them, you're finishing levels in 15 seconds. Yeah, right. It's amazing. Okay, so, yeah. Just run. perspective as life goes on, you know. <laughs> I suppose it's because these days the games are huge. Yeah, that's it. Um, all right. It's that time. It is that time. Are you ready for that time? I've got you
1: in my sights. And today is a reverse one because usually in this segment, if people who listen are obviously aware of, we take aim at someone about something and we get angry. But this time, Pete, I'm going to get actually pleasant.
0: It's a pleasant I've got you into my sights. It is. You know, it's I think a reverse this is, in your sights. I think this has something to do with today.
1: Maybe. Now, now, yeah, are you okay, Dad? That's right. Well, yeah. no. are you okay, Day? right? Because I am okay. Thank you.
0: Are you getting a weird sort of feeling today mm. that, it's just, there's just fucking happiness and roses in the air.
1: Maybe because in Perth, it's spring. It's like, in, sp- in Australia, right. it's spring. And, and in Perth particularly, it's been a shit winter. And we're finally starting to see some beautiful weather. And mate, I,
0: I dropped Mila off at daycare this morning. Yes. And for the first time in as long as I can remember, she was happy. Oh, right. She didn't cry. Then I got in the car. I had a double espresso. Oh, I turned the car on. Yeah. One of my favorite songs come on. And I picked my phone up and I sent Liz a message and I said, I heart you. I, 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 oh, I never do that. Yeah. Right. There's just something about today. That's right. Well, there and you go. This is perfect. Thank you, sir, for bringing this great reverse. I've got you in my sights.
1: My pleasure. And and the, the target today in my sights is Channel 10.
0: Oh, okay. And a little
1: show beca- called The Bachelor. Ah, interesting. And and uh, what's become The Bachelorette in a couple of weeks. Now, the reason I say this is because I think The Bachelor is, and this is generalizing people, just hear me out here. I think The Bachelor to a lot of women in Australia and the world is what games are to blokes like us. It's irresistible. They can't get enough of it. And I love The Bachelor because it means that, um, particularly in my situation, my little mate, Ronnie Corbett and I... Jesus, that's four. That's four, Ronnie. ...can game on because his wife goes, you know what, you, darling, you go game on because I'm watching The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. I don't particularly like the fact that my wife's got no interest in it because, but my wife's pretty cool. She lets me game whenever I want to. So that's cool, right? And I'm not saying that Ronnie doesn't, but it's a lot easier for Ronnie to get away. Yeah, because she is otherwise occupied. Otherwise occupied with a shit TV show that I hate. Amen. And I, when I know, know you don't mind it. I don't mind you, it. You get into Actually, the... Actually, I fucking love I know. it. I <laughs> you know. And that's cool, right? That's fine. But I, I can't stand it. I would never sit there and watch it. But when you know it's guilt-free gaming for a guy if their girl is into The Bachelor.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because that they know there's nothing... That, you know, they don't want them there. Like I, well, my wife and I, I, I played this tactic a long time ago, but I just get really grumpy or I huff a lot when I'm watching something I don't want to watch. Mm-hmm. Like a rom-com. <sighs> uh, every time there's some lame plot thing that, you know, or obvious plot lines coming up. yeah. And then, <sighs> then she goes, you know what? Didn't have to watch this. Okay. I'll go and game. Yeah. Right. Boom. Yeah. And I would put it to channel 10. Pretty pleased with a massive cherry on top and a and, rose. Yeah. Put it on for 20, uh, 52 weeks of the year, please. 52
0: weeks of Bachelor Two a, a week, year. week, 52
1: weeks a year. I would love that. Fucking great idea. Yeah, it is a bloody great idea because that way, I you know, people like me and mm. Ronnie and you, mm-hmm. well, not you because we've watching The Bachelor, but there's be a few of us, lots of gamers who no, get No, but you to know game, what? I, it would give me the option. Well, it would.
0: It would. Like, I could be like, you know what? I don't feel like watching The Bachelor tonight, but the missus is doing it. I'm yeah. going to game. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Or, exactly. Sorry, Dan, like, I'm not going to Because the tonight, beauty of those Bachelor. kind of
1: reality TV shows is that you don't have to watch every episode. You can actually just watch every three mm. and get the gist of what's going on. Yep. Um, I would love Channel 10 to... He- I know that they're probably avid listeners as podcast as everyone is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would love them to, to, to heed our call and put on The Bachelor... 52 weeks of the year, please. Well,
0: there you go, Channel 10. A reverse, I've got you in my sights. You're in our sights today because...
1: Thank you, kind sirs and ladies. Thank you. For your fine work.
0: Giving us an opportunity to game as men.
1: (laughs) And women. There's women out there. Next week.
0: Malcolm! Malcolm! He's back. Oh, he's back, Malcolm. He'll be back. Don't worry about that. 52 weeks of The Bachelor a year. Buddy, great, mate. Uh, Hey, um, we also haven't done this in a little while. And you know what? I am going to bring this back to something we spoke about earlier in this podcast, and that is talking about the, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep. Um... Old School Retro Pick of the Week. This yep. is where we go through some of the uh, old school auction groups and stuff like that, and they're selling a lot of stuff. This time of year, I've, I've sort of stopped doing it for a while, Dan, because we went through a period of, of a lull. People just weren't selling. People weren't buying. So the prices are low. Yep. Um, not necessarily that the prices are picking back up, but people are starting to turn stuff over again. So this yep. is really good. Um, at the moment, if you go to Total Gaming australia vintage and Next Generation... Um, this has just popped up again, and under the comments, there's nobody who's picked it up. Um, even though this post came out in June, uh, it's still there. A bloke by the name of Sal is selling a Nintendo NES console mm-hmm. for 50 bucks. Great.
1: Did you say fifty bucks?
0: Fifty bucks. Now, um, the thing is with this, it's just the console. All right, there aren't any cables or anything with it, but I can tell you now, you can pick up the cables, piece of piss, and the controllers. Mm. You you might spend twenty bucks to mm. pick it all up, yep, right? Yeah. A yep. um, couple of games, you know, ten dollars each, whatever. You know, I reckon by the time you've, you know, gone around and collectively put everything together, maybe you'll get a Nintendo NES console, one of the retro ones from the eighties, for a hundred bucks. Um, this one here in particular. He says um, console works good, but games don't go on the first go. This is something that that happens with the Nintendo Entertainment System. This doesn't mean it's a bad one. It just means that the 72-pin connector will probably need a clean. You can pick those up for like
1: 15 bucks. Is this the old blow on the cartridge type?
0: It is. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And all that was, all that ever is, is the 72-pin connector inside the console either needs replacing or a clean. clean. If it's a clean, it's very easy. Um, It's just uh, open it up, give it a bit of a wipe. Yeah. Um, if it's a replacement, uh, they cost you like fifteen, twenty bucks. In fact, if you live in Perth, if you go to the Gosnells Railway Markets and go and see Sinner at um, uh, Retro. Mad Retro. Yeah. Um. He sells them for 15 20 bucks. Yeah, right. And if you ask him nicely, he'll probably even like replace it for you. Yeah. But it's not hard. So there you go. If you want to jump on the Total Gaming Australia Retro Vintage and Next Generation um, group, it's a closed group, so you'll have to ask to become a part of it. Yeah. Um. There's a uh, a one there Nintendo NES console for fifty bucks, and for a hundred dollars, you know, all up, you'll get that, and you'll pick you'll get a, else a slice up of gaming well. history. Absolutely. That's it, you right, will, you know, looks cool. like a very clean console. Very good. All right, Dan, I think that's it, mate. Mate,
1: that's what a... Another one just goes like time just flies, it really does fly, doesn't it? How long was today?
0: That uh, so, we're just about to clock over 55 minutes or so. What a rip! It's a bloody big one. Um, If you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We hope
1: you're at your destination.
0: (laughs) 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 If you're not, fuck a few things just to cover off. A big thanks to our tech sponsor, PLE Computers, who have uh, sent us a heap of technology that just helps us tick things over and and keep things updated. Uh, Make sure you check out the website, Game on. AUS.com and Game on Australia are on Facebook, uh, Twitch. We are just, uh, and also at YouTube as well. Yep. We're just about to, um, change our brand new group of our real dedicated members. who love posting about stuff and talking to each other and, and whatnot. Um, from, uh, it's called Game on Australia God mode. Mm-hmm. We're about to change that from secret to closed. So you will actually be able to go and find that. Please do. If you want to become a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just remember there are some rules yep. when you join the group. Um, won't go into them here, but they're just your sort of standard gaming group rules.
1: Don't be PewDiePie. Don't be <laughs> PewDiePie. All right, that's that's
0: pretty much straight up, mate. Um, yeah, although so. if you are PewDiePie and you want to join, more than happy. You know, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fine. yeah. It wouldn't hurt to have us opened up to fifty-seven million YouTube subscribers. It wouldn't. Um, But uh, look, there's just a few rules there, so please go and check them out. But uh, the first rule of Game on Australia God Mode is enjoy yourself and talk about games and be decent and be decent. Just be a decent human being. Yep. Remember, it's Are You Okay Day today, Mm -hmm. and you know what? For gamers in particular, um, a lot of us. Got into gaming as a uh, as a form of escape from Correct. a lot of shit that we were going through as kids. I know I did. I used to play Legend of Zelda because I wanted to be Link. I wanted to be the hero. It gave me an opportunity to be somebody that um, I always felt that I wasn't when I was a kid. Yep, um, bullied a lot and all that sort of stuff. And yep. and you know it was it was other gamers asking me if I was okay. Um, and playing those games that got me through a lot of that shit. So, yeah, yeah. Um, And thanks to Nick Holland for, uh, for being such a great advocate of that stuff as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, share it around. We're on iTunes, Podcast One, and across Android as well. And I am I missing anything? I think that's... I
1: think we're done, mate. I
0: think we're done.
1: I think we are done.
0: Oh, actually, just quickly, sorry. Oh, um, yeah. Look out for the interviews that we've got coming up very soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. With some great talent. Luke Lancaster the content manager for PAX 2017. Michael Chu is from Shadowplay Studios and nominated as a finalist for the PAX Indie Showcase Awards for 2017. And Henchwench is a cosplayer and winner of the 2016 Overwatch World Cup Cosplay Competition uh, and will also be featured at Oz Comic Con in Brisbane and Sydney and at PAX as well. So... Um Make sure you tune in to the following week's podcast because we're going to be dropping those interviews over the next few weeks in the lead up to Oz Comic Con Brisbane and Sydney, um, and also to PAX, which happens in October as well. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to check out the Game on Australia Facebook page for ticket details that we've got to give away. We've got five doubles to Brisbane's Oz Comic Con and five doubles to Sydney as well. Great. All right, that's it. Have a fantastic weekend in gaming. And as we always say, Dan.
1: No olvida a that's Spanish, but don't forget to save. No.
0: Yes. <laughs>